Section forty two of Ulysses. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Ulysses by James Joyce. Episode fifteen. Circe. Part four. She crosses the threshold. He hesitates. She turns and, holding out her hands, draws him over. He hops. On the antlered rack of the hall hang a man's hat and waterproof. Bloom uncovers himself, but, seeing them, frowns, then smiles, preoccupied. A door on the return landing is flung open. A man in purple shirt and grey trousers, brown-socked, passes with an ape's gait, his bald head and goatee beard upheld, hugging a full water-jug jar, his two-tailed black braces dangling at heels. Averting his face quickly, Bloom bends to examine on the hall-table the spaniel eyes of a running fox, then, his lifted head sniffing, follows Zoe into the music-room. A shade of mauve tissue-paper dims the light of the chandelier. Round and round a moth flies, colliding, escaping. The floor is covered with an oilcloth mosaic of jade and azure and cinnabar rhomboids. Footmarks are stamped over it, in all senses, heel to toe, heel to hollow, toe to toe, feet locked, a morris of shuffling feet without body phantoms, all in a scrimmage higgledy-piggledy. The walls are tapestried with a paper of yew-fronds and clear glades. In the grate is spread a screen of peacock feathers. Lynch squats cross-legged on the hearth-rug of matted hair, his cap back to the front. With a wand he beats time slowly. Kitty Ricketts, a bony pallid whore in navy costume, doe-skin gloves rolled back from a coral wristlet, a chain purse in her hand, sits perched on the edge of the table, swinging her leg and glancing at herself in the gilt mirror over the mantelpiece. A tag of her corset lace hangs slightly below her jacket. Lynch indicates mockingly the couple at the piano. Kitty coughs behind her hand. She's a bit imbecilic. She signs with a waggling forefinger. Blem, blem. Lynch lifts up her skirt and white petticoat with his wand. She settles them down quickly. Respect yourself. She hiccups, then bends quickly her sailor hat, under which her hair glows red with henna. <coughs> oh, excuse. Zoe. More limelight, Charlie. She goes to the chandelier and turns the gas full cock. Kitty peers at the gas-jet. What ails it to-night? Lynch, deeply. Enter a ghost and hobgoblins. Zoe. Clap on the back for Zoe. The wand in Lynch's hand flashes, a brass poker. Stephen stands at the pianola, on which sprawl his hat and ash-plant. With two fingers he repeats once more the series of empty fifths. Flory Talbot, a blonde, feeble, goose-fat whore, in a tatterdemalion gown of mildewed strawberry, lolls spread-eagle in the sofa-corner, her limp forearm pendant over the bolster, listening. A heavy sty droops over her sleepy eyelid. Kitty hiccups again with a kick of her horsed foot. Oh, excuse. Zoe, promptly. Your boy's thinking of you. Tie a knot on your shift. Kitty Ricketts bends her head. Her boa uncoils, slides, glides over her shoulder, back, arm, chair, to the ground. Lynch lifts the curled caterpillar on his wand. She snakes her neck, nestling. Stephen glances behind at the squatted figure, with its cap back to the front. Stephen. As a matter of fact, it is of no importance whether Benedetto Marcello found it or made it. The right is the poet's rest. It may be an old hymn to Demeter, or also illustrate Coela inerant gloriam domini. It is susceptible of nodes or modes as far apart as hyperphrygian and mixolydian, 
and of texts so divergent as priests high-hooping round david's oh, that is circe's or what am i saying Ceres' is altar and david's tip from the stable to his chief bassoonist about the all-rightness of his almightiness mais nom de nom that is another pair of trousers <laughs> jetez la gomme faut que jeunesse se passe he stops points at lynch's cap smiles laughs <laughs> which side is your knowledge bump the cap with saturnine spleen bah it is because it is woman's reason jew greek is greek jew extremes meet death is the highest form of life bah you remember fairly accurately all my errors boasts mistakes how long shall i continue to close my eyes to disloyalty whetstone bah here's another for you he frowns the reason is because the fundamental and the dominant are separated by the greatest possible interval which which finish you can't interval which with an effort is the greatest possible ellipse consistent with the ultimate return the the octave which which outside the gramophone begins to blare the holy city what went forth to the ends of the world to traverse not itself god the sun shakespeare a commercial traveller having itself traversed in reality itself becomes that self wait a moment wait a second damn that fellow's noise in the street self which in itself was ineluctably preconditioned to become echo lynch with a mocking whinny of laughter grins at bloom and zoe higgins <laughs> what a learned speech eh zoe briskly god help your head he knows more than you have forgotten with obese stupidity florrie talbot regards stephen florrie they say the last day is coming this summer kitty no zoe explodes in laughter <laughs> great unjust god florrie offended well it was in the papers about antichrist oh my foot's tickling ragged barefoot newsboys jogging a wagtail kite patter past yelling stop press edition result of the rocking horse races sea serpent in the royal canal safe arrival of the antichrist stephen turns and sees bloom a time times and half a time reuben i antichrist wandering jew a clutching hand open on his spine stumps forward across his loins is slung a pilgrim's wallet from which protrude promissory notes and dishonoured bills aloft over his shoulder he bears a long boat-pole from the hook of which the sodden huddled mass of his only son saved from liffy waters hangs from the slack of its breeches a hobgoblin in the image of punch costello hip-shot crook-backed hydrocephalic pronathic with receding forehead and alley sloper nose tumbles in somersaults through the gathering darkness all what the hobgoblin his jaws chattering capers to and fro goggling his eyes squeaking kangaroo hopping with outstretched clutching arms then all at once thrusts his lipless face through the fork of his thighs il vient c'est moi l'homme qui l'homme he whirls round and round with dervish howls sieurs et dames faites vos jeux he crouches juggling tiny roulette planets fly from his hands les jeux sont faits the planets rush together uttering crepitant cracks rien ne va plus the planets buoyant balloons sail swollen and away he springs off into vacuum florrie sinking into torpor crossing herself secretly the end of the world a female tepid effluvium leaks out from her nebulous obscurity occupies space through the drifting fog without the gramophone blares over coughs and feet shuffling Jerusalem open your gates and sing hosanna 
a rocket rushes up the sky and bursts a white star fills from it proclaiming the consummation of all things and second coming of elijah a long and infinite invisible tightrope taut from zenith to nadir the end of the world a two-headed octopus in gillies kilts busby and tartan filibegs whirls through the murk head over heels in the form of the three legs of man the end of the world with a scotch accent while dance the kiro the kiro the kiro over the possing drift and choking breath coughs elijah's voice harsh as a corn crakes jars on high perspiring in a loose lawn surplice with funnel sleeves he is seen verger faced above a rostrum about which the banner of old glory is draped he thumps the parapet no yapping if you please in this booth jake crane creole sue dove campbell abe kirschner do your coughing with your mouths shut say i am operating all this trunk line boys do it now god's time is twelve twenty-five tell mother you'll be there rush your order and you play a slick ace join on right here book through to eternity junction the non-stop run just one word more are you a god or a doggone clod if the second advent came to coney island are we ready flory christ stephen christ zoe christ bloom christ kitty christ lynch christ it's up to you to sense it's up to you to sense that cosmic force have we cold feet about the cosmos no beyond the side of the angels be a prism you have that something within the higher self you can rub shoulders with the jesus a gautama an ingersoll are you all in this vibration i say you are you once novel that congregation and a buck joy ride to heaven becomes a back number you uh, got me it's a life brightener sure it's the hottest stuff ever was it's uh, the whole pie with jam in it's just the cutest snappiest line out it is immense super sumptuous it uh, restores it vibrates i know and i'm some vibrator joking apart and getting down to bed uh, rock a j carista doe and the harmonial philosophy have you got that okay 77 west 69th street got me that's it you call me up by sun phone any old time Bumboozer, save your stamps. He shouts. Now then, our glory song. All join heartily in the singing. Encore. He sings. Jeru. The gramophone, drowning his voice. The disc rasps gratingly against the needle. The three whores, covering their ears, squawk. <coughs> Elijah, in rolled-up shirt-sleeves, black in the face, shouts at the top of his voice, his arms uplifted. Big brother, up there, Mr. President, you hear what I done just been saying to you? certainly i sort of believe strong in you mr president i certainly am thinking now miss higgins and miss ricketts got religion way inside them 
certainly seems to me i don't never see no wusser scared female than the way you been miss flora just now as i done seed you mr president you come long and help me save our sisters dear he winks at his audience our mr president he twig the whole lot and he ain't saying nothing kitty kate i forgot myself in a weak moment i erred and did what i did on constitution hill i was confirmed by the bishop and enrolled in the brown scapular my mother's sister married a montmorency it was a working plumber was my ruination when i was pure zoe fanny i let him lair up it into me for the fun of it flory teresa it was in consequence of a port wine beverage on top of a hennessy's thraster i was guilty with whelan when he slipped into the bed stephen in the beginning of the world in the end of the world without end blessed be the eight beatitudes the beatitudes dixon madden crothers costello lenihan bannon mulligan and lynch in white surgical students gowns four abreast goose-stepping tramp fist passed in noisy marching the beatitudes incoherently mere beef battle-dot bible buzzinum barnum buggerum bishop leicester in quaker grey knee-breeches and broad-rimmed hat says discreetly he is our friend i need not mention names see through the light he corantos by best enters in hairdresser's attire shinily laundered his locks in curl-papers he leads john eglinton who wears a mandarin's kimono of nankeen yellow lizard lettered and a high pagoda hat best smiling lifts the hat and displays a shaven pole from the crown of which bristles a pigtail toupee tied with an orange top-knot i was just beautifying him don't you know a thing of beauty don't you know yeats says or i mean kate says john eglinton produces a green-capped dark lantern and flashes it towards a corner with carping accent aesthetics and cosmetics are for the boudoir i'm out for truth plain truth for a plain man tandrigi wants the facts and means to get them in the cone of the searchlight behind the coal scuttle olav holy-eyed the bearded figure of mananan maclear broods chin on knees he rises slowly a cold sea-wind blows from his druid mouth about his head writhe eels and elvers he is encrusted with weeds and shells his right hand holds a bicycle pump his left hand grasps a huge crayfish by its two talons mananan maclear with a voice of waves <sighs> the gods occult spimander of hermes trismegistos with a voice of whistling sea wind i won't have my leg pole tis been said by Beware the left, the cold of Shakti. With a cry of storm birds. Shakti, Shiva, dark hidden father. He smites with his bicycle pump the crayfish in his left hand. On its cooperative dial glow the twelve signs of the zodiac. He wails with the vehemence of the ocean. Um, bam, I am the light of the homestead. I am the dreamery, creamery butter. A skeleton Judas hand strangles the light. The green light wanes to mauve. 
the gas-jet wails whistling <whistles> zoe runs to the chandelier and crooking her leg adjusts the mantle who has a fag as i'm here lynch tossing a cigarette onto the table here zoe her head perched aside in mock pride is that the way to hand the pot to a lady she stretches up to light the cigarette over the flame twirling it slowly showing the brown tufts of her armpits lynch with his poker lifts boldly a side of her slip bare from her garters up her flesh appears under the sapphire a nixie's green she puffs calmly at her cigarette can you see the beauty spot of my behind i'm not looking no makes sheep's eyes you wouldn't do a less thing would you suck a lemon squinting in mock shame she glances with sidelong meaning at bloom then twists round towards him pulling her slip free of the poker blue fluid again flows over her flesh bloom stands smiling desirously twirling his thumbs kitty ricketts licks her middle finger with her spittle and gazing in the mirror smooths both eyebrows lipoti virag basilicogrammate shoots rapidly down through the chimney flue and struts two steps to the left on gawky pink stilts he is sausaged into several overcoats and wears a brown mackintosh under which he holds a roll of parchment in his left eye flashes the monocle of cashel boyle o'connor fitzmorris tisdall farrell on his head is perched an egyptian pshent two quills project over his ears virag heels together bows my name is virag lipoti of tsombateli he coughs thoughtfully dryly <coughs> promiscuous nakedness is much in evidence hereabouts eh inadvertently her back view revealed the fact that she is not wearing those rather intimate garments of which you are a particular devotee the injection mark on the thigh i hope you perceived good bloom grandpapachi but virag number two on the other hand she of the cherry rouge and coiffeurs white whose hair owes not a little to our tribal elixir of gopher wood is in walking costume and tightly stays by her sit i should opine backbone in front so to say correct me but i always understood that the act so performed by skittish humans with glimpses of lingerie appealed to you in virtue of its exhibitionisticity in a word hippogriff am i right she is rather lean absolutely not unpleasantly well observed and those pannier pockets of the skirt and slightly peg-top effect are devised to suggest bunchiness of hip a new purchase at some monster sale for which a gull has been mulcted meretricious finery to deceive the eye observe the attention to details of dust specks never put on you to-morrow what you can wear to-day parallax with a nervous twitch of his head did you hear my brain go snap polysyllabax bloom an elbow resting in a hand a forefinger against his cheek she seems sad hoax cynically his weasel teeth bared yellow draws down his left eye with a finger and barks hoarsely beware of the flapper and bogus mournful lily of the alley all possess bachelor's button discovered by rualdus columbus tumble her Columbo her chameleon more genially well then permit me to draw your attention to item number three there is plenty of her visible to the naked eye observe the mass of oxygenated vegetable matter on her skull what ho she bumps the ugly duckling of the party long casted and deep in keel bloom regretfully when you come out without your gun we can do you all brands mild medium and strong pay your money take your choice how happy could you be with either with liam look his tongue up curling her beam is broad she is coated with quite a considerable layer of fat 
obviously mammal in weight of bosom you remark that she has in front well to the fore two protuberances of very respectable dimensions inclined to fall in the noonday soup plate while on her rear lower down are two additional protuberances suggestive of potent rectum and tumescent for palpation which leave nothing to be desired save compactness such fleshy parts are the product of careful nurture when co-op fattened their livers reach an elephantine size pellets of new bread with fenugreek and gumbenjamin swamped down by potions of green tea endow them during their brief existence with natural pincushions of quite colossal blubber that suits your book eh flesh hot spots of egypt to hanker after wallow in it lycopodium his throat twitches Slap bang there he goes again the sty i dislike virag arches his eyebrows contact with a gold ring they say argumentum ad feminam as we said in old rome and ancient greece in the consulship of diplodocus and ithesiosaurus for the rest eve's sovereign remedy not for sale hire only huguenot he twitches it is a funny sound he coughs encouragingly <clears throat> but possibly it is only a wart i presume you shall have remembered what i will have taught you on that head wheaten meal with honey and nutmeg bloom reflecting wheaten meal with lycopodium and syllabax this searching ordeal it has been an unusually fatiguing day a chapter of accidents wait I mean, wart's blood spreads warts, you said. Virag, severely, his nose hard-humped, his side-eye winking. Stop twirling your thumbs, and have a good old thunk. See, you have forgotten. Exercise your mnemotechnic. La causa e santa. Ta-da! Ta-da! Aside. He will surely remember. Rosemary also, did I understand you to say, or willpower over parasitic tissues? Then nay, no, I have no inkling. The touch of a dead hand cures. Nemno? I say so. Excitedly. I say so. Ian so. Technic. He taps his parchment roll energetically. Mm-hmm. This book tells you how to act with all descriptive particulars. Consult index for agitated fear of aconite, melancholy of muriatic, priapic pulsatilla. Virag is going to talk about amputation. Our old friend Caustic. They must be starved. Snip off with horsehair under the denned neck. But to change the venue to the Bulgar and the Basque, have you made up your mind whether you like or dislike women in male habiliments? With a dry snigger. <laughs> you intended to devote an entire year to the study of the religious problem and the summer months of 1886 to square the circle and win that million. Pomegranata, from the sublime to the ridiculous, is just a step. Pyjamas, let us say. Or stocking yet gusseted knickers, closed. Or, put we the case, those complicated combinations, cami knickers. He crows derisively. <laughs> Bloom surveys uncertainly the three whores, then gazes at the veiled mauve light, hearing the ever-flying moth. I wanted then to have now concluded. Night-dress was never, hence this. But to-morrow is a new day, will be. Past was, is to-day. What now is, will then morrow as now was be past yesterday virag prompts in a pig's whisper insects of the day spend their brief existence in a reiterated coition lured by the smell of the inferiorly pulchritudinous female possessing extendified pudendal nerve in dorsal region pretty paul his yellow parrot beak gabbles nasally <laughs> they had a proverb in the carpathians in or about the year five thousand five hundred and fifty of our era one tablespoonful of honey will attract friend bruin more than half a dozen barrels of first-choice malt vinegar 
Hmm. Bears, buzz, bothers, bees. <laughs> but of this apart, another time we may resume. We were very pleased, we others. He coughs, and, bending his brow, rubs his nose thoughtfully with a scooping hand. <clears throat> yeah. You shall find that these night insects follow the light. An illusion, for remember their complex, unadjustable eye. For all these knotty points, see the seventeenth book of my Fundamentals of Sexology, or the Love Passion, which Dr. L.B. says is the book sensation of the year. Some, to example, there are again whose movements are automatic. Perceive. That is his appropriate son. Night bird, night sun, night town. Chase me, Charlie. <laughs> he blows into Bloom's ear. Buzz. Bee or blue bottle, two other, day butting shadow on wall, dazed self, then me, wandered, dazed down shirt, good job I. Virag, his face impassive, laughs in a rich feminine key. <laughs> Splendid Spanish fly in his fly, or mustard plaster on his debor. <laughs> he gobbles gluttonously with turkey wattles. Oh, bubbly jock, bubbly jock. Where are we? Open sesame. Cometh forth. He unrolls his parchment rapidly and reads his glow-worm's nose running backwards over the letters which he claws. <laughs> Stay, good friend, I bring thee thy answer. Red-bank oysters will shortly be upon us. I'm the best to cook. Those succulent bivalves may help us, and the truffles of Perigore, tubers dislodged through Mr. Omnivorous Porker, were unsurpassed in cases of nervous debility or viragitis. Though they stink, yet they sting. <laughs> he wags his head with cackling raillery. Jocular, with my eyeglass in my ocular. He sneezes. <laughs> Amen. Bloom, absently. Ocularly woman's bivalve case is worse. Always open sesame. The cloven sex. Why they fear vermin, creeping things, yet even the serpent contradicts. Not a historical fact. Obvious analogy to my idea. Serpents, too, are gluttons for woman's milk. Wind their way through miles of omnivorous forest to suck succulent her breasts dry. Like those bubbly jocular Roman matrons one reads of in Elephantuliasis. Virag. His mouth projected in hard wrinkles. Eyes stonily, forlornly closed. Psalms in outlandish monotone. That the cows, with those distended udders, that they have been in the known. I am going to scream. I beg your pardon. Ah, so. He repeats. Spontaneously to seek out the Saurian's lair, in order to entrust their teats to his avid suction. Ant milks aphis. Profoundly. Instinct rules the world, in life, in death. Virag, head askew arches his back, and hunched wing-shoulders peers at the moth out of blear-bulged eyes, points a horning claw, and cries, Who's moth-moth? Who's dear Gerald? Dear dear, that you? Oh, dear, he is Gerald. Oh, I much fear he shall be most badly burned. Will some please person not now impediment, so catastrophic smit agitation of first-class table-numpkin? He mews. Puss, 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 puss. He sighs, draws back, and stares sideways down with drooping underjaw. <sighs> well, well. He doth rest anon. He snaps his jaws suddenly on the air. The moth. I'm a tiny, tiny thing, ever flying in the spring, round and round a ring-a-ring. Long ago I was a king. Now I do this kind of thing. On the wing! On the wing! Bing! He rushes against the mauve shade, flapping noisily. Pretty, 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 pretty petticoat. From left upper entrance, with two gliding steps, Henry Flower comes forward to left front centre. 
he wears a dark mantle and drooping plumed sombrero he carries a silver-stringed inlaid dulcimer and a long-stemmed bamboo jacob's pipe its clay bowl fashioned as a female head he wears dark velvet hose and silver buckled pumps he has the romantic saviour's face with flowing locks thin beard and moustache his spindle legs and sparrow feet are those of the tenor mario prince of candia he settles down his goffered ruffs and moistens his lips with a passage of his amorous tongue henry in a low dulcet voice touching the strings of his guitar there is a flower that bloometh virag truculent his jowl set stares at the lamp grave bloom regards zoe's neck henry gallant turns with pendant dewlap to the piano stephen to himself play with your eyes shut imitate pa filling my belly with husks of swine <sighs> too much of this i will rise and go to my expect this is the steve thou art in a parlous way must visit old deasy or telegraph our interview of this morning has left on me a deep impression through our ages we'll write fully to-morrow i'm partially drunk by the way he touches the keys again minor chord comes now yes not much however almidano artifoni holds out a baton roll of music with vigorous moustache work ci rifletta lei rovina tutto flori sing us something love's old sweet song stephen oh, no voice i am a most finished artist lidge did i show you the letter about the lute flory smirking the bird that can sing and won't sing the siamese twins philip drunk and philip sober two oxford dons with lawn-mowers appear in the window embrasure both are masked with matthew arnold's face philip sober Take a fool's advice, all is not well. Work it out with the butt-end of a pencil like a good young idiot. Three pounds twelve you got, two notes, one sovereign, two crowns, if youth but knew. Mooney's on V, Mooney's sore mare, the Moira, Larchett's, Hollis Street Hospital, Burke's. Eh, I am watching you. Philip drunk, impatiently. Ah, bosh, man, go to hell, I paid my way. If I could only find out about octaves, reduplication of personality. Who was it told me his name? His lawnmower begins to purr. Ah, yes, Zoe Moo Sasagapo. Have a notion I was here before. When was it not Atkinson? His card I have somewhere. Mac, somebody. Un-Mac, I have it. He told me about, hold on, Swinburne, was it? No. Flory. And the song? Stephen. Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Are you out of Maynooth? You're like someone I knew once. Out of it now. To himself. <laughs> Clever. Philip drunk and Philip sober, their lawnmowers purring with a rigadoon of grassholms. Clever ever. Out of it, out of it. By the by, have you the book, the thing, the ash plant? Yes, dare it, yes. Clever ever, out of it now. Keep in condition, do like us. Zoe. There was a priest down here two nights ago, to do his bit of business with his coat buttoned up. You needn't try to hide, I says to him. I know you've a Roman collar. Virag. Perfectly logical from his standpoint. Fall of man. Harshly, his pupils waxing. To hell with the Pope, nothing new under the sun. I am the virag who disclosed the sex secrets of monks and maidens. Why I left the Church of Rome. Read the priest, the woman, and the confessional. Penrose, flippity gibbet. He wriggles. Woman, undoing with sweet purdor her belt of rush rope, offers her almost Ioni to Manslingham. Short time after, man presents woman with pieces of jungle meat woman shows joy and covers herself with feather skins man loves her yoni fiercely with biglingham the stiff one ah coactus volui 
then giddy woman will run about strong man grasps woman's wrist woman squeals bites sucks man now fierce angry strikes woman's fat yadgana he chases his tail he stops sneezes he worries his butt lynch i hope you gave the good father a penance nine glorious for shooting a bishop zoe spouts walrus smoke through her nostrils he couldn't get a connection only you know sensation a dry rush bloom poor man zoe lightly only for what happened him how virag a diabolic rictus of black luminosity contracting his visage cranes his scraggy neck forward he lifts a moon calf nozzle and howls ah de goim he had a father forty fathers he never existed pig god he had two left feet he was judas yatya a libyan eunuch the pope's bastard he leans out on tortured forepaws elbows bent rigid his eye agonizing in his flat skull neck and yelps over the mute world ah uh, son of a whore apocalypse kitty and mary shortall that was in the lock with the pox she got from jimmy pigeon in the blue caps had a child off him that couldn't swallow and was smothered with the convulsions in the mattress and we all subscribed for the funeral philip drunk gravely qui vous a mis dans cette fichu position philip philip sober gaily c'était la sacre pigeon philip kitty unpins her hat and sets it down calmly patting her henna hair and a prettier a daintier head of winsome curls was never seen on a whore's shoulders lynch puts on her hat she whips it off lynch laughs <laughs> and to such delights as Mechnikov inoculated anthropoid apes. Flory nods. Locomotor a taxi. Zoe gaily. Oh, my dictionary. Lynch. Three wise virgins. Virag, ague shaken, profuse yellow spawn foaming over his bony epileptic lips. <sighs> she sold love filters white wax orange flower panther the roman centurion polluted her with his genitories he sticks out a flickering phosphorescent scorpion tongue his hand on his fork mm. messiah he burst her tympanum with gibbering baboon's cries he jerks his hips in the cynical spasm ben jumbo dollard rubicund muscle-bound hairy-nostrilled huge-bearded cabbage-eared shaggy-chested shock-maned fat-papped stands forth his loins and genitals tightened into a pair of black bathing bag slops ben dollard knackering castanet bones in his huge padded paws yodels jovially in bass-barrel tone when love absorbs my ardent soul the virgins nurse callan and nurse quigley burst through the ring-keepers and the ropes and mob him with open arms the virgins gushingly big ben ben my, my tree. tree a voice hold that fellow with the bad breeches ben dollard smites his thigh in abundant laughter hold him now henry caressing on his breast a severed female head murmurs thine heart mine love he plucks his lute-strings when i first saw virag sloughing his skins his multitudinous plumage moulting rats he yawns showing a coal-black throat and closes his jaws by an upward push of his parchment roll after having said which i took my departure farewell fare thee well Drek. henry flower combs his moustache and beard rapidly with a pocket comb and gives a cow's lick to his hair steered by his rapier 
he glides to the door, his wild harp slung behind him. Virag reaches the door in two ungainly stilt-hops, his tail cocked, and deftly claps sideways on the wall a pus-yellow fly-bill, butting it with his head. The fly-bill. K-11. Post no wills. Strictly confidential. Dr. High Franks. Henry. All is lost now. Virag unscrews his head in a trice and holds it under his arm. Virag's head. Quack. Exeunt severally. Stephen over his shoulder to Zoe. You would have preferred the fighting parson who founded the Protestant error. But beware Antithesenes, the dog-sage, and the last end of Arius Heresiarchus, the agony in the closet. Lynch. All one and the same God to her. Stephen. Devoutly. And sovereign lord of all things. Flory. To Stephen. I'm sure you're a spoiled priest, or a monk. Lynch. He is. A cardinal's son. Stephen. Cardinal Sin. <laughs> Monks of the Screw. His Eminence. Simon Stephen Cardinal Dedalus, primate of all Ireland, appears in the doorway, dressed in red soutane, sandals, and socks. Seven dwarf Simeon acolytes, also in red, Cardinal Sins, uphold his train, peeping under it. He wears a battered silk hat sideways on his head. His thumbs are stuck in his armpits, and his palms outspread. Round his neck hangs a rosary of corks, ending on his breast in a corkscrew cross. Releasing his thumbs, he invokes grace from on high with large wave gestures, and proclaims with bloated pomp, Conservios lies captured, he lies in the lowest dungeon, with manacles and chains around his limbs, weighing upwards of three tons. He looks at all for a moment, his right eye closed tight, his left cheek puffed out. Then, unable to repress his merriment, he rocks to and fro, arms akimbo, and sings with broad rollicking humour. Oh, the poor little fellow! <laughs> his legs, they were yellow. He was plump, fat, and heavy, and brisk as a snake. But some bloody savage, to grease his white cabbage, he murdered Nil Flyty's duck-loving drake. A multitude of midges swarms white over his robe. He scratches himself with crossed arms at his ribs, grimacing, and exclaims, I'm suffering the agony of the damned. By the hokey fiddle, thanks be to Jesus, those funny little chaps are not unanimous. If they were, they'd work me off the face of the bloody globe. His head aslant, he blesses curtly with fore and middle fingers, imparts the Easter kiss, and double shuffles off comically, swaying his hat from side to side, shrinking quickly to the size of his train-bearers. The dwarf acolytes, giggling, peeping, nudging, ogling, Easter-kissing, zigzag behind him. His voice is heard mellow from afar, merciful male melodious. Shall carry my heart to thee, shall carry my heart to thee, and the breath of the barmy night shall carry my heart to thee. The trick door-handle turns. The... Zoe. The devil is in that door. A male form passes down the creaking staircase, and is heard taking the waterproof and hat from the rack. Bloom starts forward involuntarily, and, half-closing the door as he passes, takes the chocolate from his pocket and offers it nervously to Zoe. Zoe sniffs his hair briskly. Hmm. Thank your mother for the rabbits. I'm very fond of what I like. Bloom, hearing a male voice in talk with the whores on the doorstep, pricks his ears. If it were he, after, or because not, or the double event? Zoe tears open the silver foil. Fingers was made before forks. She breaks off and nibbles a piece, gives a piece to Kitty Ricketts, and then turns kittenishly to Lynch. No objection to French lozenges? He nods. She taunts him. Have it now, or wait till you get it. He opens his mouth, his head cocked. She whirls the prize in left circle, 
his head follows she whirls it back in right circle he eyes her catch she tosses a piece with an adroit snap he catches it and bites it through with a crack kitty chewing the engineer i was with at the bazaar does have lovely ones full of the best liqueurs and the viceroy was there with his lady the gas we had on the toffs hobby horses i'm giddy still bloom in Svengali's fur overcoat with folded arms and napoleonic forelock frowns in ventriloquial exorcism with piercing eagle glance towards the door then rigid with left foot advanced he makes a swift pass with impelling fingers and gives the sign of past master drawing his right arm downwards from his left shoulder go 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 i conjure you whoever you are a male cough and tread are heard passing through the mist outside bloom's features relax he places a hand in his waistcoat posing calmly zoe offers him chocolate bloom solemnly thanks zoe do as you're bid here a firm heel-clacking tread is heard on the stairs bloom takes the chocolate aphrodisiac tansy and pennyroyal but i bought it vanilla calms or mnemo confused light confuses memory red influences lupus colors affect women's characters any they have this black makes me sad eat and be merry for tomorrow he eats influence taste too mauve but it is so long since i seems new afro that priest must come better late than never try truffles at andrews end of section 42